Welcome to this week's episode of This Girl Loves Her Football. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Um, mine sure ended very well with the Cowboys winning 28-20. to um, My prediction for the Cowboys game was 31-16. to And had our field goal kicker not missed the field goal with about one minute left, we would have had 31, and then the Giants would have had to go the entire length of the field, and we probably wouldn't have allowed them to score since we had let up no points in the second half, and we would have won thir- uh, 31 to 13. Um, but instead, we missed it. They drive down. The score looks a lot closer than it actually was. Um, but I do want to talk about that game a little bit about the first half, the second half, and the difference. So. Cowboys against the Vikings just moved the ball up and down the field with absolutely no issues. And after that game, there was just something that shifted like in me where I just felt different about this team. And I wanted to see how they performed on Thanksgiving. Um, Cowboys have been have only won three of their last 10 games on Thanksgiving and they had lost their last three. So they have never performed well on Thanksgiving, regardless of the Giants being being very injury prone, coming into the game with a lot of backups. It's a division game and they have a winning record and it doesn't matter how bad the team is. For some reason, when it's a game in your division, teams get up for that game. It, it doesn't matter if you've won zero games or if you're undefeated, you can still win, you can still lose. Teams just get up for division games in a different way. So I'm always nervous about that when it comes to playing division opponents. But Dak Prescott made a couple early mistakes where he threw two interceptions in the first half. And it was really frustrating. And we went into halftime down 13-7. to But the thing that made me kind of relax a little bit about it was how easily we were moving up and down the field. Um, Dak was throwing with great accuracy. The, and both the interceptions, while I'm not trying to make excuses, but the first one, he thought he had got a player offside, so he thought he had what's called a free play. And he was just throwing it uh, to Michael Gallup. And it happened to be intercepted, but he thought it was a free play, so it would get called back anyway. But it it wasn't, and so it was deemed an interception. And then the second one, again, like, C.D. Lamb, he had, he had a great game. He made some big boy catches. Um, but on that route, he has to go deeper in that route. So while those are going to go against Dak, there were circumstances that made me kind of be like, all right, it was a little frustrating, but let's see how they pick it up in the second half. And Cowboys have notoriously been a second-half team this entire year. Well, first half, Dak Prescott was 116 yards for two interceptions and no touchdowns. Zeke had rushed for a touchdown in the first half, and that got us to seven. We went into half 13-7. to Well, 
the second half, Dak Prescott was 142 yards for and two touchdowns. We scored 21 unanswered points in the second half. And with a minute left, we were up 28 to 13 against the Giants. And Dak was the reason for that. He was throwing with such accuracy. He was calm in the pocket. He was running when he needed to run. He was just making great decisions. And the thing is, is that people are going to say, oh, you know, I still, I don't trust Dak. Like, look at those two interceptions. You know, look how reckless he was being with the ball. And to counter that, Josh Allen, who plays for the Buffalo Bills, played the Lions, who have a sub-500 record, and the Lions were beating them for most of the fourth quarter. Josh Allen threw a red zone interception, took actual points off the board for the Bills, and they end up beating them. The Bills end up beating the Lions 28-25, to and Josh Allen gets all this praise for leading them to a victory. Well, so did Dak Prescott. And it was against a team with a winning record and within our division, which are always harder games. But Dak's going to get the criticism and Josh Allen's going to get the praise. Well, I will continue to praise Dak Prescott because I love his leadership. I love the way that this offense has been running with him back. Since Dak Prescott has been back, Cowboys have been first in points, averaged per game which is 33.6 I think it is or 34 points a game first and third down conversions um first in points per possession and yeah and I think like fourth or fifth in yards before Dak came back we were bottom of the league in all those categories we are averaging 13 points more a game with Dak Prescott. You you can't argue, numbers don't lie. You can't argue that. We have beaten good teams, and now we're about to go on a stretch where we play the Colts, the Jags, the and the Houston Texans. Those are our next three games, which we should win all three of those games. I want to talk a little bit too about the defense and Micah Parsons, who had two more sacks. He now has... 12 sacks on the season he is now the only defensive he's a linebacker but he's a defensive end the way he lines up and just gets after the quarterback he should just he they should just put him on the edge but he is the only player to have six double sack games in his first three years the next closest one is three so Love him, love his energy. I love the way the defense stood up against this rushing attack, which the Giants have a really strong rushing attack. And we held Saquon Barkley, who is third in rush yards in the entire NFL, we held him to 37 yards rushing. And we held Daniel Jones, who is also known for his rushing, to about 30 yards, I believe. So Cowboys defense stood up. And it, it was a true test because with the Vikings game, they have a really good rush, rushing attack, but we got up so fast that they had to go to their passing game. And I even said in the podcast last week, I think that they went 
to their passing game a little too early. They could have kept rushing, but they, obviously they chose not to. But the Giants were up at halftime. Um, they were up pretty much the entire first half. So for them to not have much success in the running game spoke volumes to my defense coming up with stops, uh, making the Giants beat us by Daniel Jones throwing with his arm because we don't believe that he can do it, and he couldn't. He scored zero points in the second half except when it was in garbage time and they got a late touchdown. So I'm really proud of my defense. I'm proud of this team for the way this team has played with such resilience this year. Not having Dak for six games, being it or five games, being able to come out of that with a four and one record, having a top tier defense, having a crappy game against Green Bay, and then coming back with a ridiculous game against the Vikings. And then on Thursday, down at halftime, you've made self you've had self inflicting wounds, you've made terrible mistakes, but you come back out in the second half. You change all of that. You don't get down on yourself. And again, I have to say, this starts with Mike McCarthy and the way that he speaks to this team, what he speaks into this team to come out and complete play completely different in the second half than they did in the first half. Seven points in the first half, 21 points in the second half. Now the penalties need to get cleaned up. Again, this team is the most penalized team in the NFL this year, and that lost us the game against the 49ers in the playoffs last year. We had a record 17 penalties. That can't happen. That needs to get cleaned up. They know it needs to get cleaned up. And the interceptions need to stop. Dak does a really good job of throwing really accurate passes, and he believes in his receivers so much to the point where he'll throw really questionable balls because he believes they can go up and get them. While I love that faith that he has in them, live to see another day. Live to throw for another down. It's not the end of the world. Let's just make sure we get points on the board. It's not, let's not give the other team any life. That being said, again, super proud of my team, the way they came out, the resilience they played with in the second half. So next week we play the Colts. Um, we play them on Sunday night. So I'm looking for a big defensive game. Again, they have a really good running back in Jonathan Taylor. The run defense will need to show again that they can contain him. They can force Matt Ryan to throw them to a win, which I don't believe he can do. And this offense needs to keep firing on all cylinders so I'm gonna go with the prediction I had last week just a little bit less I'm gonna say Cowboys 31 and Colts 13 Cowboys 31 Colts 13 Dak I believe will have a three touchdown game he'll throw for three touchdowns for the first time since he's been back and Tony Pollard didn't rush for much last week Zeke had the load with 92 rush yards. Um, He did a really good job. He had our rushing touchdown, and then one of our tight ends had another rushing touchdown. So I believe Dak will get three passing touchdowns, 
and then we'll kick a field goal to kind of, to make it 31. So 31-13 is my prediction for next Sunday night against the Colts. And tune in next week for another episode of This Girl Loves Her Football.